every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode that was our mastermind Oh yeah, on the five love languages. Nope. It was on peak performance. Nope. That's next week. Oh, that's right. It was on the five love languages. That's my bad. Today, for episode number 368, he says with confidence, I think, we are going to talk about how to get over... The fear of being misunderstood. How to deal with being misunderstood. So thank you, Bianca, for the suggestion. I've actually got it up on my phone right now. So Kevin posted in Hyperconscious Nation topic Thursday, I believe it was. Yes. So we post that every Thursday, and we want you guys to basically be in Hyperconscious Nation and, and tell us what you want to hear about, because we want to know what you're going through. The goal of the show is to help you improve the quality of your life and yourself. So... She said, being okay with being misunderstood by those around you. So B is a client of mine, and I know she's been struggling with this a lot because she is very different than some of the people in her environment. And I think this is an amplified challenge during COVID. And so these mirrors are getting very big for all of us. So what do I mean by that? I First and foremost, it's okay to be different. I think that's a celebrated, wonderful thing. I think we all are different because we all have unique core values. We all have unique goals and dreams. And what we do and don't do, say and don't say, think and don't think, believe and don't believe, are all connected to what our uniqueness is. And so I think the first thing to start this topic off of being misunderstood, this is definitely something I've been challenged with. Honestly, my whole life, I'll admit that. I I still am challenged with this consistently. And I do genuinely want to get better at this. So I'm glad we're talking about it. Also, if you are just listening to us, check us out on YouTube because this is our first episode that we're recording from the new studio. So if you hear an echo, that's why. Uh, we're going to remedy that ASAP. And if you are watching us on YouTube, you see that we have a new studio. Yes. <laughs> also, we're going to put a TV here for next week's episodes and there's also going to be a TV behind you guys uh, that so we can see the guests and we can do the masterminds from right here and still see everybody on the big screen TV. So for me, I never really, I don't think I really ever dealt with being misunderstood earlier on, but I would say now more than ever, I probably do. So I want to ask you about that because I believe this to be true. And again, this is just based on my current sense of awareness. I believe the moment you chose in advance to have this huge dream that you actually decided to take action on. I believe that's a very rare thing. I, I think that whether it's when we're young or... I think a lot of people, as you've mentioned, struggle with self-belief. And if you struggle with self-belief, you probably aren't likely to set a huge audacious goal. Mm. And I think the moment you set a huge goal and really own your dream and go all in on it, I think you're now somewhat abnormal. So what has your experience been in the past fitting in versus now? Um, I don't really know because I never really, th- I never really thought about it. I don't, I, I never really wanted to fit in. That was kind of the thing. Like I didn't go to college kind of because everybody else was doing it. I was like, I'm not just going to do what everybody else does. And it doesn't, I don't want that. And then like, 
I wanted to be a fighter. I was the only person I knew who wanted to do that. Right. I went in the fire academy with a bunch of people I didn't know. Like, I didn't know anybody that was a firefighter. Um, I started podcasting. I didn't know anybody that was podcasting. I kind of like being different than everybody else. Except me. Well, yeah. But, yeah. But you weren't podcasting like this. No, no, I know. Right? Like, yeah. I was at the very early, early yeah. stages. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the gear. I got the, the, you know. Right. I kind of like being different. I, dude, in high school, I used to, like, I used to run around the block, the, the big block in Uxbridge, shirtless in like 30 degree weather just to be weird like just and probably because i like the attention honestly right i'll be honest but like i've always liked doing things different it usually those things are more hardcore so nobody's ever going to say anything about them and i people used to yell at me all the time when i was running anyway it didn't matter so what's one time where you found it because i remember there was a weekend i I forget the exact details nor do i want to go into them but there was a weekend you went away i think to the cape or something oh yeah with taryn and I remember you talking to me after and very vulnerably and openly, and I appreciate this, you missed me, you know, and you missed this stuff. You missed personal yes, development. Yes, you you yes. were in an environment that was not very personal development E, for lack of better phrasing. Did you feel misunderstood in those environments? Did you feel different? I felt different. I didn't feel misunderstood because I ne- wasn't necessarily broadcasting who I was. It was kind of like, in a way, Taryn and I were the anomalies. Right. So it was just like, we just kind of fit in. I just kind of turned it off a little bit. I think some people are doing that always. I can't imagine that. I've been, I honestly feel like I, one of my biggest regrets, and I talked to Kevin, the preamble about this, like I genuinely, there are not a lot of things I have regrets about. I, I have regrets for not reading earlier. I have regrets for not going all in on my dreams earlier. I have regrets for setting some maybe ego significance driven goals that, that brought me down a path that I wasn't proud of who I became. Those are really my main regrets. Um, I think sometimes I have regret around, you know, drinking alcohol and not maximizing my potential. My, but I have a very real regret around this and I resonate deeply with, with this B and I know other people struggle with this, especially right now when they're starting to lean into their dreams I think that I spent way too much time genuinely in my life trying to fit in when I was always very different. Mm-hmm. Um, you've mentioned this to me in the past, and I you've actually helped me realize how different I am because you've said things like the level of self-belief that I have for... We were on a mastermind, uh, not a mastermind, the Hyperconscious Book Club, and... Mia was talking to Taryn, and I was just listening in, and Mia said something along the lines of, most people need to, be- need to see something with their eyes before they'll believe it. I've never needed that. And I don't know what that means, and I'm not saying this in any sort of arrogant way, but I never really needed to see it first. I, I had this thing, like the, I genuinely saw me with that trophy two and a half years, three years prior to that. And I don't know how to explain it, but I knew I could do it if I wanted to. I, it is no, there was never a question of, it was, a, it was only a question of whether or not I wanted to do it. It was never a question of whether or not it was possible, right. genuinely. And I know you're starting to feel that way now, which is cool. But like, I think because of that, I've always felt weird and I've always felt different. And now that I'm with Emilia and she's that way too, and she has some ambitions that other people would consider completely impossible. And she knows in her heart of hearts that she can do that. And because of that, her decision-making paradigm is just automatically very different than everybody else's. Because if you're making your decisions based on what is now, and someone else is making their decision based on something that's 
you know, 40, 50, 60 years yep. in the future. Like, if you want to change history, that's a very different decision-making paradigm than if you want to hang out. Right. And because of that, I've always felt a very strong pull to, for lack of better phrasing, change the world, for, for denting the universe, to, to change history, literally and figuratively. So I have, I've, I have genuine regret around this, and I, I just want to be open with everybody. Like, I've spent way too much time and energy trying to be like other people instead of really leaning into who I authentically am. Mm. And I honestly think that now that you have self-belief, you're also surrounded by a bunch of people who kind of do too. And that's the thing. Your environment is very much a product of hyper-conscious. Right. And so by the time you had the belief and were kind of like, like me in this sense, I think your environment supports it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's almost the other way. It's almost like I can't not be me in a weird way. Like I would be more misunderstood if I stopped being this version of Kevin than if I just went all in on this. Like everybody knows me as this now. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I kind of can't go any other way. I mean, I could. I don't want to. I like this. Right. I enjoy this. This is my life. You know, I don't know. I, for me, it never really was that. And like even when I started this journey, Matt believes in me. You believed in me. Oh, yeah. Everybody that I, everybody that I was around believed in me. Even the people that I don't like talk to anymore, they believed in me. Nobody ever said, like, you're not going to be able to accomplish that. Nobody did. Really. I mean, there was a couple people at my old job who kind of didn't, but there was also a couple people that were like, that's awesome. Like, you should definitely do that. I just think I've, I've had a lot of positive people in my life. I, I've never really had people that try to hold me back. Mm. Even my, my mom and my grandmother, like, they never tried to hold me back. I think they were more afraid than anything. You know, but it's interesting. I just think I'm surrounded. I, I am a product of a lot of things, but the people that surround me, I'm, I'm blessed. I, I tr genuinely believe that. Right. I'm lucky when it comes to that. I don't think anyone purposely tried to hold me back. I think that I held myself back by allowing. But you've had people that would just talk crap. Oh, yeah. I never had that. Ever. Not that you're aware of. Nobody, just, ever, nobody <laughs> ever said it to me. Yeah, right. Well, that's probably because they were afraid of you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe. I, for me, it was always me. I always didn't believe in myself. It was never... When I was playing baseball, everybody wanted me up at the plate. Me or Matt, probably. Right? right? There were was, there was some other people, too. But I was always kind of the best on my team. I was always top five or ten in the league. It, it was me that didn't feel good enough. It wasn't other people that were that way. Right. So that's, that's just a little bit, about, little bit about me. So B mentioned... Hey, look at this wall. I know, right? Take a look at this wall. Take a look at this wall. Good-looking wall. It's a good-looking wall. So, B mentioned in the topic she wanted to talk about is, is she's feeling misunderstood by the people in her environment. What do you believe she can do about that? The problem, there's a couple things that happen. Can you remove yourself from the environment? Number one, it's hard when it's not necessarily friends. Maybe it's, it's family members, relation, you know, that, that kind of thing. But I think at the end of the day, you have to believe in your mission so much that you understand that's just everybody ha that has ever dented history right. was extremely misunderstood. Right. Like, we're going through a very interesting time in the world, and especially in the country right now with, right. you know, all this, uh, not right now, but in general, racism, as everything's going crazy right now. I don't even know what to say to sum it up. But, like, Martin Luther King Jr., Oh, yeah. Was very misunderstood. Oh, yeah. But people still talk about him today. Right. Like e Elon Musk. Yep. The dude is a robot. <laughs> right? But he's changing the world. 
Right. He's changing the world. He literally said, you know what? You're not going to have to put gas in your car ever again because I don't want you to have to. Right. And he just flew to the, the space. He just flew to space. <laughs> just some dude. <laughs> right. Like, he's not NASA. He's just some guy. Right. He, he's the most misunderstood. Right. I think you have to understand that in order to make a giant change, you have to be a lot different. Yeah. Yep. And it's just kind of par for the course. And maybe, maybe you haven't been doing it long enough yet where it's locked in that, like, this is who I am. Do you, deal with it. Like, if, if you don't like this person if you like who i used to be then we're not going to be we're not going to be like we used to be exactly man that's emilia and Easier i were talking said about done, that in the car Easier it's said hard than done. it's yeah. hard okay i was thinking about this recently and and this will be very valuable for you b as and anyone else listening really too back in high school i was a semi pro arguably pro halo player I, all my friends loved halo i didn't know the law of attraction back then i was just doing what i love and naturally, everyone in my life, like, I'm close friends with Ben Zeiss, Ryan Moore. They were all nasty at Halo. It's, it's not a coincidence, right? So those friendships, and this is very hard for people to understand and even hard for me to admit to myself. Those friendships were a byproduct of Halo more than they were of anything else. Mm. I remember being in college, and Ryan Moore invited me to tournaments because I used to win almost every tournament I played. And th- the goal was the tournament, and then the experience was us as a team at the tournament, and the friendship was a byproduct of that. You know, we went out to L.A. together because I had an aspiration to work in show business. I've always been a huge movie lover. You know, Ryan Bliss, we've had him on the show. He's a director. And it's just what I think we fail to realize is that the friendship is a byproduct of the goals. And so if you're in an environment like B and like I have been where you, no one around you has similar goals, that's the, I think that's the thing. Everyone in my life now has very similar goals and core values. And I think that I've been in environments where I was always, I don't want to say the, I I was not the only one with goals, but I was definitely the only one with as big of goals. And I was definitely the only one who who had that type of goal. Mm. You know, I don't think, I don't, you know, growing up in Uxbridge, I don't think I grew up around a ton of people who wanted to change history or who even believed that was possible, or even could conceptualize what that means. And I don't mean this in any sort of, this isn't about me, but the point is this. You're out there, you're hyper-conscious, okay? You, are, you understand that who you become and the life you live and the journey you embark upon is going to be dictated on your goals. I'm going to say this. Let's say you set a goal right now to actually accumulate $5 million. And you actually intend on making that possible. That's 100% doable. We've met many people who do it. You are immediately different in an instant than everyone around you unless they're all shooting to be millionaires. I think that's what B's talking about. She wants to start this huge business, and that's awesome. And I, I support her. You support her. They're starting a podcast called Why Power Podcast, like her and Emilia. Of course Free you're plug. different. Uh, yeah, right. Of course you're different. You have huge goals. And yeah. from your perspective, I feel like you've lived both. But now that you're living with huge goals, everyone around you has them too, which is... But I, I feel like I got lucky, but I also kind of designed that. In a way. I, again, like you my family... filter work better. My family thought I was crazy. I don't live with you. I'm going to do what I want. Like, I, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I know you're trying to support me. Right. You don't know what I know. You just don't. That's all. How do you... You're so good at that. You're just like, oh, okay. Fair enough. Just be. No, you, you're okay with being misunderstood. I think that's the thing. I think to some degree I am, but I kind of like it, dude. You know, in a week, like I was writing raps when I was 16, like dark raps, 
right. of like suicide. I wasn't suicidal, but for some reason I was writing about it. A little premeditation of the future. Uh, <laughs> um, but I was writing that and putting it on Facebook, like almost asking to be judged in a weird way. I don't know why I was doing that. Right. Like I put rap videos on Instagram. What's going to happen? I don't know. Somebody might judge me. I don't know. Right. I don't know. In a weird way, it's like I've kind of always liked being different. Mm. That's powerful. Tattoos. I like being different. I like, I like it. I, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe because I'm afraid I'd fit in if I didn't. Maybe it's because I'm afraid I wouldn't be seen if I didn't. This is a huge breakthrough right now. You either, you either be okay with being different and okay with losing some love from the past, or you crave love and fit in. Well, th- this is what's going to happen. You're either going to stay the same and keep the same relationships, or you're going to lean into who the hell you are, and you're going to attract the Dave Meltzers, the Mark Metries, right. whoever, uh, whoever it is, right. whoever it is. So that would be my advice: is like, I just don't know that. E- a couple of things. Maybe you don't believe in it enough. I, I know that feeling. Yeah. I know that feeling. You haven't been doing it long enough to understand like you actually can be this and get love for it too, and get love for it. That's you the key. Definitely can. You will get more love. Come see from the right people. Me. Come see Alan. Right. Right, like I love this. I, know. I appreciate people. I sent B a long audio or a message the other day. Yeah, of like I was like five in the morning. I was hyped up, ready to roll. I just I was sending audio messages to people. There's a couple things. Maybe you just, maybe you don't know who you have to become yet. Maybe you're afraid you're going to keep losing people. There's so many things. But like, at the end of the day, you're different anyway. Yeah, you're just now. You're just admitting it. Really, you're right. already different. Like especially B. Yeah. Right? Like, you're already so different. So just keep leaning into that. Right. You've already lost people, I'm sure. It's it, I, Again, easier said than done because it's not me, but that's the advice I would give. And I think the key and the last thing here is you're going to get more love. If I didn't lean into who I am, I would never have been able to attract and be with Emilia. Yeah. If I didn't lean into who I am, this partnership wouldn't have happened. Right. And so... For everyone out there listening who struggles with being misunderstood, understand this. What if, what if you leaning into who you really are and actually chasing your dreams is a short-term pain for a long-term gain of love? Because that's what it's been for me and clearly for you. So I think I, that's what I want to end with. I did, so, I, I did uh, record a song. And in, in, in the beginning, I said, you know how people on Facebook always say, like, that dude from high school who thinks he's a rapper? You ever seen that before? Like, oh, this yeah. kid thinks he's a rapper. Right. I do. Right. I do. I'm the dude from high school who thinks he's a rapper. Am I good? Don't know. I'm, I think I'm better than a lot of people that right. are rapping. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is like, I don't care that you don't understand me. I understand me. You don't have to understand me. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. Right. You don't get to decide whether or not I do it because you understand me. I don't care. Right. I just, I don't. And do I care what a lot of people think? Yes. I care what you guys think. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, I always want you to say Kevin showed up. Right. But if somebody says like, oh, that's stupid, you're trying to podcast, cool, I don't care. I don't care at all. Right. Tell the people that listen. Like, tell them it's stupid because they don't think it is. Right. Right? You're a speaker, like a motivational speaker. Tell the people that come and watch us speak that that's a terrible thing. Right. I think I'm just over the hump now of like, I'm getting fired up right now. I like it. Um, I, I just, I don't want people to not live their dreams because somebody else is stopping them. Yeah. I'm like getting emotional. It, it just bothers me. Same. It's like you're, you're so capable of whatever it is you want to do. And will you lose love along the way? Sure. But you'll gain love you never would have gotten. 
Exactly. And it's worth it. I promise it's worth it. It just at first feels painful. It sucks. That's, it sucks at first. It sucks. Yeah. But, but eventually you get all the love and it's unbelievable. Yeah. Amen. Fired up. Yeah, that's really Fired good. Up. Okay, so um, I wanted to just mention the, the weekly mastermind. So 6 p.m. <laughs> Eastern quickly. Standard Time, every Monday night at 6 p.m., uh, we do a weekly mastermind. Every month we have a guest featured. Uh, we had Mark Metry this month. I'm not sure who we're going to have, but we got some exciting potentials that we've been talking about. Yes. And I think it's going to be the fourth week of every month. Most likely. I don't know what we're talking about next week, but we just did peak performance, system of success, big rocks, how to design your day for success, all that, which was absolute fire. That's dropping next Tuesday. And come join us. Like, we encourage you to ask questions. We also, Amy, shout out to her. She encouraged everyone to drop their Instagram handle yeah. in the chat so you can connect with each other. Honestly, that's probably what I'm most excited about is like everyone who's in that room to learn and grow you're naturally into learning and growing. So l- connect with each other. You know, that's what we want. We want to be a connector. So. And also check out the new and improved www.thehyperconsciouspodcast.com. You can still get into Hyperconscious Nation. There is a link at the top that says join hashtag Hyperconscious Nation. Fire website. Alan and I are going to start really, really scaling this thing in terms of like, if you're, again, if you're watching on YouTube, this wall goes up another two feet. So like, we're going to do live trainings here. We're going to do the masterminds here. We're going to do online training programs here. We're really using this year to scale. We're really using this, this year to like keep leveling up. So check out the website, let us know what you think. And we're going to keep adding stuff to that. We're very fortunate at this point to have connections. And thank you, Tiff. Yeah. Thank you, Tiff, for the website. It looks beautiful, mobile and regular. We interview some of the most successful people in the world and, and we're so blessed to have been able to do that. We're going to take the best stuff we've learned, not only on this show, but we're going to put them into courses as well. And so, yeah, that website is unbelievable. Thank you all for listening. And uh, this is a big next step big for next step. anyone hyperconscious. This is what, Wednesday? Yeah. So up next we are doing, we're going to reflect on the top five most popular episodes we've done and we're going to look at them from a new higher level of awareness to see what we learned, thus teaching you again about what we already talked about once. 10 second blip? 10 second blip. Um, you can either be loved for who you are or you can get love when you become who you want to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm going with it. Going with it. I would say it's impossible to grow without changing. And if those changes are hyperconscious changes you want to make, it's worth it to be misunderstood. Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed and we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper conscious.